Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for. And done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face. And done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Hello there, it's Perry to let you know that this episode of Collider Movie Talk is brought to you by DC Universe. It's the first all-DC platform for us DC fans where you can binge the highly touted original series Titans, or you can jump into the all-new Swamp Thing with new episodes dropping weekly. Also, check out the thousands of comics just added, catch up on your favorite series, including Krypton Season 1, and watch animated movies like Reign of the Superman. Join at DCUniverse.com. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. It is Friday movie talk time, and on today's show, we've got some early projections for Spider-Man Far From Home at the box office. Then on top of that, we're going to do a little bit of a weekend preview. We're going to talk about all the new releases, and then we're also going to discuss what Toy Story 4 dropping next weekend means for their chances at the box office this time around. It's going to be an interesting conversation, especially after having seen Toy Story 4 myself. I am so happy that it is Friday because you know what that means. That means Josh McCuga is back at the desk, but 
We have a very special guest. Haletta, I just, I can't handle it. How long have we been talking about this? Oh my God. We Um, bumped into each other so many times over the past couple of months and we keep saying, like, you got to come visit us. Where do you bump into her that you don't bump into me? Junkets. Junkets. You you don't like them. Junkets. Screening. Whoa, 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 whoa. I like junkets. If it's bad boys for life. Correct. Don't worry. That's clear. Everybody is aware of that one. We're going to make it happen. I I don't get invited to junkets anymore. I feel like the the collective world found out about the Toby Maguire interview mostly because I tell people <laughs> oh about God. it, and uh, that's that was it. That I feel was, like uh, would you, ousted from the world. This mm-hmm. is like an ultimate. Would you rather question? Would you rather do like a whole bunch of just like you know pretty good junkets where you just stay at the same level, or yeah. would you rather Ooh. be infamous for that one junket interview? <sighs> infamous. I know. Yeah, I'm going to take infamous <laughs> yeah, right away. Of you are. Simply because. That was the funny part about that interview. And you can go, I mean, a lot of people are like, what are they talking about? I interviewed Tobey Maguire for a movie called Pawn Sacrifice. Quick story. And it was the first, one of the first dates I ever took my wife, my now wife to. I took her to a screening for Pawn Sacrifice. We got really drunk after the screening. I was very hungover for the interview. And I called Tobey Maguire a second grader. And that was the interview. I so, think that's one of the first pieces of content I ever saw from mm-hmm. you. So that was my first impression of Josh McCuga. Like, uh, yeah, you can Google me if you want to hire me for a junket. First one that pops up. <laughs> the best comment is the top comment. This is the day film journalism died. I was like, yep. Well, at least we can laugh about it now. Correct. All right. Oh, Story number one for the day. Of course, we love covering, or at least I love covering, box office projections. And Spider-Man Far From Home is a big one coming our way in July. And we've got a whole bunch of trailers reporting numbers right now. These first numbers I'm going to read off are from Variety. They are saying that the movie is expected to earn specifically 140, $154 million, but that's during its first six days of release. And that's because this year, Independence Day falls on a Thursday, so the studio moved up the release to Tuesday. So that's where we get that date count from. THR is reporting that they are predicting a range from $150 million to $160 million. They also say that some industry experts already have the superhero movie reaching as high as $180 million in its Tuesday through Sunday run. You hear a number like that. What do you guys think? Does that sound like huge and crazy or not enough for this kind of movie? Well, first of all, I got confused because you're like, this year, Independence Day falls on a Thursday. First of all, Independence Day is every day if you like that movie. You can watch it whenever you want. I have absolutely no problem with that statement. It's true. It's, 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 it's one of the world's greatest movies. It was handed to us in a glorious time of the late 90s, and we all grabbed onto it because... That was an excellent review of that movie. Today, that I can wholeheartedly get behind. Well, you already know about me and how I've missed many classic movies, yes. so I have not seen that movie. All right. I need to put together, for those that don't know. They play it on repeat. There's, yes. there's a channel that plays it on repeat. You would love it. Will Smith, Day. Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman is the wow. president. He okay. gives the greatest speech in the history of movies, probably. I know. It's better than the King's speech. The whole movie. <laughs> His one speech about Fourth of July. I but this is like not the about speech. This is not about Independence Day, because we could do a whole show yeah, on Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man Day. Far From Home. Yes. Looking at these numbers. Seems like a pretty big number to me because I go back to the other Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Homecoming. That movie opened up with $117 million. And of course, the issue here is we're saying six days versus three days. But when I looked at it day by day, if I go up to the sixth day of Homecoming's release, you know how much money it specifically was? $154 million. So there you go. So I I don't know. Maybe this seems like they're both on track to do just the same. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, didn't Dark Phoenix not do as well no. as it was supposed to? And, like, 
I don't know. I was actually driving today, and I saw the billboard for this movie, and I was like, what? What? There's another one coming out? <laughs> and I was yeah. like, there were, like, the tra- like, it was not descriptive enough on the billboard. The like, it wasn't showing me enough. Yeah, so I was like, is this animated? Is this whatever? Because I'm kind of, like, removed from this world, but yeah. I'm into it. Get ready for it, because I think that, especially, I mean, we're going to get into it later in the show, with something like Toy Story 4 coming out, mm-hmm. I have a feeling what Sony is probably thinking is, let's wait until that comes out, and we're going to start to see this promotional campaign mm. ramp up big time, which is another disclaimer to put on any early projections for a movie, which is, yes, this comes from tracking report. This is the tracking report. This is like real valuable data, especially if you want to do box office predictions. But the thing is, the earlier they come out, the more likely they are to change as you creep closer to release when you get promotional material, more of it at least, and you also get early reviews in the movie. So this number, even that $180 million, for all we know over six days, that could wind up going up as we get closer. See, I've never been like gotta go see a movie on fourth of july weekend that's never been like my yeah. thing right it's always been like pool parties or whatever that that's you know i mean family parties drinking barbecue that's fourth of july weekend so and there's no thought in my mind of a movie which is i was always kind of surprised when people did go to the movies Don't on fourth of july weekend time to like sit in the dark and recharge for those barbecues and that drinking it was like that's actually when you were saying that i was like that actually sounds like a perfect time to go see a movie now on the flip side which i get what you guys are saying is people on the east coast or wherever around the country it gets hot in the summertime. Movie is a great place to get air conditioning. Yeah, that's true. And that has always been a thing of like, no, I swear to God, is there's a lot of people out there. We take it for granted that we have air conditioning. There's a lot of people out there that don't have air conditioning. Oof. And they're like, let's go to a movie to beat the heat. And that is a serious thing. So, listen, if you're going to go to the box office or you're going to go to the movies on a weekend and it's going to be whatever, it's going to be hot, there's only one option that weekend. You see Spider-Man on a marquee. It's not like... What is Dark Phoenix, right? Because that I mm. think that it had a problem selling. You well, see Spider Man Far From Home. Dark Phoenix also have the Gyllenhaal effect. The Gyllenhaal effect. The Gyllenhaal effect is a real okay. thing. Dark okay. Phoenix, though, to be fair, in terms of comparing it to this movie, that had like a laundry list of problems. Sure. It's like they couldn't. I would never use Dark Phoenix as a comp for Spider Man uh, mm. Far From Home. And with this one, the other thing that's really working in its favor right now is it's the first MCU movie following up the yep. events of mm. Avengers Endgame. Yep. So what is I'm, next? What's mm. next? That's what everybody wants to know. And I think that Endgame, curiosity is there across the board, whether you're like a hardcore MCU fan and you know every single detail, or totally. if you're someone who just casually keeps up with those movies, Endgame was so good that it makes that need to know like infectious and running in your veins. 100%. I mean, Spider-Verse also helped the Spider-Man universe. I think that's so good, right? The movie's awesome. Uh, and Spider-Man Homecoming reinvigorated the franchise because after Andrew Garfield, when they announced there's going to be another Spider-Man and they announced when we were working on Film HQ. That's yeah. the Spider-Man they announced with Tom Holland was when we were working on that show. Oh, wow. And um, they, I was like, really? We're going to do another Spider-Man? Like, well, this one, he's like a kid now. He's like a little guy. Wow, was like, that oh, really okay. announced then? Yes. I yeah. think it, it feels like that was forever ago. Uh-huh. So crazy. <laughs> yes. That's three plus years ago wow. that they announced that. Yeah. Can you believe how much content we've gotten out of him as Spider-Man since totally. then? That's something else. And who knows, depending on how this movie does and also depending on, you know, what the arrangement between Sony and uh, Marvel and Disney are in the future, we could be seeing a lot of Tom Holland as Spider-Man for a very, very long time to he come. He shows his emotional range, you know, when he's crying with Iron Man. Yeah. Like, his dad. That was his dad. Yeah, 
Do I don't think you should try to well, compete with Tom Holland. Thanks, guys. I'll be your next Spider Man. I am an actual Spider Man. No, I'm scared to death of Spider Man. I'm scared to death of most. I, yes, that's but true. it's okay. That's why we Thanks. love you, Makuka. Thank you. I appreciate right. It. Our next story today is going to be a weekend preview where we're going to run through all the new releases of the weekend and tell you what to see and. What might happen when Toy Story 4 comes out next weekend? But right now, there's other cool content you're going to want to catch on the Collider Video YouTube channel this weekend. A little something called Mailbag. Check it out. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. It's Perry, and I'm back to remind you that this episode of Movie Talk is brought to you by DC Universe. It's the first all-DC platform for us DC fans. Join at DCUniverse.com and get sucked into new original series like the highly touted Titans, or you can catch up on favorites like Krypton Season 1 and jump into new episodes of Swamp Thing dropping weekly. That's where you could follow Abby Arcane as she investigates what seems to be a deadly swamp-borne virus in a small town in Louisiana and soon discovers that the swamp actually holds mystical and terrifying secrets. You can also get your comic book fix with thousands of new comic titles just added to an already impressive comic library. This includes more recent titles and complete storylines like Superman Secret Origin, Batman 2011, and Harley Quinn 2013. Also available on the platform are tons of the classic DC movies you know and love like Batman and the original Superman movie. And then if animated films are more your speed, sign up right now because that's where you can watch Reign of the Superman and also Justice League vs. The Fatal Five. DC Universe is available on your favorite devices, so if you're thinking about it before now's the time join and get a year's worth of dc content at dcuniverse.com it's that little chico pit bull mr 305 but it said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you you know the biggest risk you take is not taking one it's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money especially when it comes to insurance State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, John Roca here, the host of Collider Mailbag. A new episode drops every Saturday and Sunday in your face and in your ears, answering the questions from you fans about the world of entertainment, film, and television. Me and great guests from our sphere do the best to answer yep. your questions from Twitter, from Instagram, and of course, email as well, every Saturday and Sunday. 
So while John Roca is running Mailbag all weekend, I am going to be in Las Vegas with Koi because we're there to host a couple panels for amazing Las Vegas Comic-Con. I basically get to sit on a stage and talk to Power Rangers for an hour, and I'm the happiest person in the world. I, I think I get the Power Rangers panel. Are they panel. doing another one of those movies? Or are they just... It's uh, going to happen. Okay. It's going to happen. I don't, I, I'm starting to lose faith that it's going to happen with the cast from the 2017 movie, but I have faith it's going to happen. But I think I have Power Rangers, Sean Astin. I'm doing oh. one panel about Star Wars, and we'll see what else will happen. Ooh. If you're there in Las Vegas for the event, do say hi to Koi and I if you catch us on the show floor. All right, story number two now. I've got five options for you, five movie-going options this weekend, and I want you to tell me which one you're going to choose and why. Why are you giggling already? (laughs) All right, number one, Men in Black International. Number two is Shaft. Your third option is Late Night, which gets a wide expansion this weekend. Mm. Then it's Murder Mystery, which is the new Netflix movie starring Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. Then your fifth option is to say, forget all those movies. I'm just going to save my hard-earned dollars for Toy Story 4 next week. What are you picking and why? It's so hard because I just watched the Toy Story 4 trailer and I was like... I was like, why are they making another one? I don't want to see another uh, one. And then a lot I of people thought that. watched it, and I was like, this looks like the best movie in the world. <laughs> I just was like, I am so invested in this movie already. But I really wanted to see Men in Black. But is it, is it, is it drawing you out hard enough? Is Men in Black drawing you out of the house hard enough to be like, nope, I'm saving it. I'm waiting for that little sporky little son of a bee, and I'm going oh, to see Toy Story. Oh, I love this. Uh, Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> Sport. Is that where you're going for? Tim? No, here's well, here's the thing. Uh, uh-huh. The U.S. Open is this weekend. It's golf. It's golf tournaments okay. at Pebble Beach. Uh, that's my favorite sport to watch on TV. So, I will be staying in the house. Now, if I was going to be drawn out by any one of these, it would probably be drawn to my Netflix to watch Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler mm-hmm. because they're American treasures. We all know this. Adam yeah. Sandler, uh, just you know, he was an inspiration to me and anybody out there who wanted to be an idiot their entire <laughs> life. That's Adam Sandler, <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston can do no wrong. I don't care if most of the movies she's done are like kind of average I don't really care but I'm not going to see I'm not going to see Late Night because there's something <gasps> that... why hold on don't write that off no 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 I'm not writing it off I'm just okay. writing it off for this weekend for just I'm not for this weekend late all right, not all right. Get me out th- this weekend I'll go see it I'll probably wait until on demand like when because it, it's going to be on on demand real soon it's going to be one of those movies that like won't stay in the theaters long I would imagine okay right Men in Black. Well, it is an Amazon movie, I believe. It's, yeah. so it's, Keep talking while I double check yeah, that. Double check that. It is Amazon. Oh, it is. So yeah. It's yeah. Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So I assume so it's we'll going to be available it. on Prime soon enough. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see it on Prime. Uh, Men in Black 23. I really have. There was not. Or international. Men in Black 23 was going to well, be that. that that's the crossover. The crossover. Do you remember yeah. we talked about this on Film HQ way back when? Men in Black and Ooh. 22 Jump Street and 21 Jump yep. Street oh my God, were supposed I to go do. together yeah. and make an MIB 23. I was 23. very into that idea. Wait. So wait. Was that a real thing that or did you make that up? Thing. No, okay. that was a real thing. And then they scrapped that, which is a shame because had it been Men in Black meets 21 Jump Street, you better believe I'm going to the theater this that weekend. That would be so great. I know. Like the chemistry would be out of control. Insane, right? Just awesome. All right. But instead, I will be waiting till Toy Story 4 uh, if that's my option. So, this is like a stressful thing for me. If I'm going <laughs> to play my own game by my own rules, Men in Black International, I don't think it's a need to see. Again, mm. it was passable for me. I didn't walk out of the theater thinking I had wasted my time, but that movie should have been a lot better. Ooh. Shaft, I did really want to see just Perry. because of my allegiance to Samuel L. Jackson, but I'm not hearing great things about that movie. Late Night is exceptional. Really? That is a freaking fantastic movie that I hope a lot of people go to see. Aww. Then there's also Murder Mystery, and as much as I 
loved Adam Sandler growing up. I lost faith long mm. ago. I'm not watching that. But the problem Classic with Late off. Night right now is that my fifth option is wait for Toy Story 4. And I love Late Night. Late Night is probably up there. I think it's probably in like the bottom half of my top ten of the year thus Whoa. far. But Toy Story 4... That movie is exceptional. Mm -hmm. I mean, on every single level, just in terms of like justifying the continuation of those characters of their story, it works so, so well. It's so funny. Forky is one of the greatest (laughs) cinematic creations I've seen this year. And then on top of that, the animation in this movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Like the did the animation and the uh, the way they like compose all the shots with the layout and the lighting in this movie, it's just the everything lighters. has a photo real quality and wow. it works so well. There's something so magical about those beautiful toys. Like I only I only really have two dreams in this life, right? I want to be the next host of Jeopardy and I want to be friends with Tom Hanks. And it's mostly mm. because of Toy Story movies. Yeah. Not Listen, I love Forrest Gump. I love and, and if you follow Tom Hanks's Instagram, it's the funniest thing of all time. Oh, his Instagram? Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, and he signs everything with Hanks, H A N X. Oh Hanks. my god, he's so cool! Yeah, he's the coolest. He's like the coolest guy around. I don't know if Colin Hanks knows how cool his dad is, but I I, I know how cool his dad is. And uh, but there's just something like you said. When I saw the first couple of trailers, I was like I didn't think I wanted a Toy Story four, but I, I'm never going to say no to a Toy Story movie. I can't wait to see Toy Story. If 4. Tom Hanks is your favorite, just wait for Woody in this movie because I think I said something to the effect of um, Is it an emotional? Wood, Woody might have one of the greatest cinematic character arcs I've ever seen wow. like all time when you combine all four movies. <laughs> it, I might have done some of that. I was glad it was dark in the theater because I, I, I hardcore <laughs> ugly cried last night. Um, you saw it last night? Two nights ago. Oh, two wow. nights ago. Yeah. Uh, the other question we have here is going back to box office. Yes. So Toy Story 4 is coming out next weekend. It no doubt is going to be a smash hit. Again, going back to what I was saying about projections, you get reviews like that across yeah. the board, and all of a sudden you see that number rise. Totally. Is Men in Black and Shaft essentially screwed at the box office mm-hmm. this weekend because people are going to save their money? I think they're toast regardless. I think that a Shaft... I, I don't see Shaft making more than $15 million. I don't. I mean, I don't think. If, I if went it does, 20, I would be, 21, I think. 20? Well, yeah. I don't think I'd see that. Right right in line with the Hitman's Bodyguard. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'd see that that number. Maybe 17. Uh, Men in Black will probably make like 30-something, probably the same as Dark Phoenix. Hmm. Yeah. But the, the only thing that, like, is pulling me to those movies is, like, a diverse cast, you okay. know? So I'm like, maybe that will do some. I mean, I don't know. But a diverse cast can only do so much. Uh, yeah, the they is- know. Well, counter programming is a real thing at totally. the, oh, at the no, box office, which is great. Which brings me to my point that Toy Story Four is going to screw everything else over because Toy totally. Story Four is the ultimate four quadrant movie. Yeah, Toy Story Four is for everyone because. Even if you haven't seen a single Toy Story movie, if you were a teeny tiny child first being introduced to movies right now, that is a complete story that you're going to have a lot of fun with and love without having had to see all the other movies. Mm-hmm. If you are an adult who has grown up with these movies all mm-hmm. your life, you can also see this and be hugely satisfied as well. This is basically going to like capture moviegoers of every age, age like no matter what time in your life you're at like there's something special in this for everyone your passion for toy story for I, it's amazing i like i really <laughs> it is infectious i can't i can't believe it yeah. i can't believe how much that movie moved me last Aww. night and i i'm not a big like laugh out louder in movies yeah. normally i'll do like 
like I'll just like uh, do the I'm shake not. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like Thad can basically tell you. I was freaking cackling. That's great. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. That's great. Um, I am so excited to see how that, that movie does next weekend, which probably speaks to what I think everything else is going to do this weekend. Yeah. All right. It's Friday. You know what that means. I got to pass duties over to uh, Makuga right now for some Nemer off. Nemer on. Here we go. I said okay. it right. So, uh, Helena, how this game works is uh, obviously Perry's last name is Nemeroff. Yes. So, if you like my idea, you say Nemeron. Okay. If you don't, it's Nemeroff. Okay. Okay. So, this weekend, we got Shaft coming out in the theaters. Uh, it appears to be a generational movie with three generations of Shafts. It's kind of in, that's kind of inappropriate, but you get what I'm going with here. So, on this week's Nemeron, Nemeroff, I'm going to give you a one-word title for a movie. Okay. okay, and you and I'm going to give you a pitch along with this movie, and it's so, it's just a one word title. I'm going to pitch it, and you got to give me Nemeron, Nemeroff. Okay. Okay. So Nemeroff, Nemeron. Here we go. Movie's called Button. <laughs> a family of a family of the last females on the planet have been charged as the only people that can control the button to release the last nuclear weapon on the planet. They live on an, a remote island, constantly being attacked by men who just want to end the world because they're tired of only having men around. <laughs> This fall in theaters nationwide. Never on. Never on. Not hardcore. Never off. No. <laughs> never off. Never <laughs> off on so many levels on that uh, idea. You have me a button. I'm already feeling it. You have me a button. I was like, yeah. And you can you can see the poster now. You just see a hand going towards a button. I'm picturing button. like when the box came out. Yes, exactly. Oh. And real quick to the uh, the audience out there, if you guys like any of these ideas and you want to make a movie poster and we like it, we will feature it on Movie Talk on on a Friday edition of. Nemeron, Nemeroff. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Number two, the movie's called Hug. It's the feel-good movie of the summer. In 1948, a man gave birth to a son who would change the world with his hugs. That man gave birth to a daughter who was unable to make human contact due to a fatal skin disorder. It'll take a generation gap to figure out how to hug again. Hug. The feel-good story of the summer. <laughs> that could have gone in so many different directions, and <laughs> I'm almost relieved that it went there. I'll just give you a never on for that. Never on. Dude, I'm so never on. Yes, I would so watch that. <laughs> there we go. It's kind of like the story of Bubble Boy. All right, here we go. <sighs> Movie three. Stick. In the great gum wars of the early 22nd century, one man dare create a gum that could also be used as a long-term adhesive. And it's up to his son and a grandson to carry on his legacy and convince the entire world that it's okay to chew gum once again. Ooh. But you can only chew this piece of gum once? Stick. Because, like, the gun's sticky? Yeah, okay. I get it. <laughs> never off. Never, never off. off. Yeah, I'm never off. Ah, oh, damn it. I like stick. All right, here we go. Number four. Pole. A family of Arctic warriors, generations in the making, are being hunted for their blood and the power it contains, all taking place at the North Pole. Disclaimer, Santa does not make an appearance. Um, Nemeron. Nemeron. That had, like, horror Arctic vibes to warrior. it. Arctic warrior. Nemeron. Nemeron. It might have been the way you read it, though. Okay. Keep well, that in mind for future pitches. Future Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are watching and you have to be a voiceover casting agent, I feel like I, I could do some trailers. Here we go. Your final movie is called Ooh. Handle. Ooh. A famous TV actor from the 70s had three families going at the same time as part of a social stress experiment being run by the U.S. government to see how one man could handle the stresses of three families in one life. It's a comedy for all generations. <laughs> handle. You lost me at a comedy for all generations. There is like a fascinating social study in that idea, though. Mm. I think 
I might be Nemeron. Nemeron for handle. Haletta's thinking. I'm, I'm a hesitant Nemeron. A hesitant Nemeron. Yes. Okay. All right. So we got a Nemeron, Nemeroff, a Nemeron, and a Nemeroff for button. I remember this. I got two Nemerons for hug. I got three Nemer, two Nemeroffs for stick. I got two Nemerons for pull, and then a hesitant Nemeron for handle, and a Nemeron for handle. I'm doing pretty. I'm getting better at getting my Nemerons. I think Paul got my most enthusiastic Nemeron, Nemeron. today. <laughs> right. I'm team button, man. Let's see button. Start to go fund me. Goodbye today. I want to squeeze in one little extra news story here because I'm super excited about this casting news. So we got word that Anthony Carrigan, if you've watched Barry, you need to know about NoHo Hank. So he joined Kevin Hart in the cast of Fatherhood. This is according to The Wrap. He's going to play uh, Kevin Hart's best friend in the adaptation of Two Kisses for Maddie, a memoir of love, of loss and love. Um, it is a based on a best-selling memoir, and uh, Paul Weitz is directing this. And I wanted to know, Mr. Makuga. Listen, I, there is one breakout star from Barry, and on, on a show full of like, I mean, that show is brilliant, full of great writers and great scenes and incredible episodes. But there is one standout star of that show, and it's not Bill Hader. It is one hundred percent because he was already a star. It is okay. Noah Lank. It is Anthony Kerrigan. This guy it knocks it out of the park every single episode. Now, I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie where he's not doing the accent. Now, I know he's been in Gotham, but I don't watch Gotham. And he was on another show that I don't watch either. But he, he's, he's been around. He's been acting. But he knocks it out of the park so hard in, in Barry. And it's partly the accent, but partly this guy's performance. He's electric. He's magnetic. I want to see him. It stuff. is very a very specific performance. So after totally. I fell in love with him there, I really do want to see him in something else. And it sounds like the tone of this might be very different. I botched the read there, but uh, this is from the best-selling memoir by Matthew. I think his name is pronounced Logolin, or I, I definitely pronounced that wrong. But it's based on his true story, and his wife died shortly after childbirth and left him to raise their daughter on his own. Yeah. So this does wow. sound like, you know, much like more emotional, weighty material than that. Like a so Full House-ish kind of a thing, like a comedy drama. You know, like, I don't know about that, but I, I do want to be able to see his range in something like this. They were all raising a daughter. I'm guessing that Noho Hank plays like one of his buddies, and they're helping to like help raise his daughter. It's not going to be all like, oh, woe is me. It's, there's going to be a death, and it's going to be sad, but it's also going to be funny. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Hart. We're, yeah. yeah. we're going to see Hart. when that comes out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. All right. Put Kevin Hart in anything. It's the best. That's it. We got to yeah. say goodbye. Okay. Hopefully, we get a couple of Nemeron, Nemeroff posters because I'm dying to see what you guys are with. I can't get stick out of my head now. Haleta, thank you so much oh, for coming thank to visit you for us today. Me. It's so nice to see you. Makuga, as always, on Fridays. No you rock. Adam in the booth, you work so hard. We love you. Guys, thank you so much for watching this edition of Collider Movie Talk. Like and share this video, and then tune in Monday, 3 p.m. PT Live for a brand new episode.